So we have a theme of role reversal, which is a very common theme in both the gospel and the first reading from 1 Corinthians. Role reversal, the, the weak become strong or the ones who are um, uh, able to do something are able to do much more. But in the case of the one with one talent, he uh, has this one talent and he could have done something with it, but he was scared of the master, it seems. He was concerned about uh, what might be thought. about. So he doesn't do anything. And so uh, that obviously is a poor uh, attitude. It's a poor attitude. Not going to do anything. Well, that, that could be obviously a problem, a big problem. Uh, so, and in fact, sometimes it's people who say, I'm not going to do anything, and they're firm on that, that end up doing a lot. Uh, and I, I would say, you know, I was, when I was younger, uh, I wasn't planning on being a priest, and I wasn't planning on being sort of a, someone charitable or anything like, you know, I was, a, I was planning on just being an, a working guy. You know, I would work as a computer programmer and probably get married and all that, you know, just a regular life. Uh, so uh, that type of attitude uh, where I, I don't plan on doing anything special, uh, well, sometimes people do very big special things, uh, even though they're not planning on it, whereas others might plan on doing something special, but it never really works out. Uh, but role reversal is a theme we see, and of course, in the case of St. Monica, she's looking for role reversal for her son. Uh, her son... Uh, St. Augustine, now we call him St. Augustine, but he was anything but a saint in his younger years. And he was, um, he was becoming famous, actually, already. Uh, he was becoming um, uh, well-known in, in certain circles uh, in, in his taking on of Manichaeism, which was a syncretistic religion at the time, which was a pop religion, we might say. Like, kind of like Scientology is today, or some of these pop religions. Manichaeism was kind of a pop religion, uh, popular, uh, but uh, obviously it had a lot of problems in its structure. It, was, it took from different religions and tried to uh, mainly be a type of Gnosticism, which said that spirit good, matter evil, this kind of thing. Uh, but uh, in, the, in terms of this religion, he became kind of a famous preacher of it already. And the, those involved in the leadership in the Manichaeans saw that he had a lot of potential. And so they were very interested. But he starts to realize, of course, that there's a lot of problems with this. Uh, that there's, it's not, uh, it's not really, it doesn't make that much sense. Uh, but Monica is praying for him, and of course we know Monica, this patroness of mothers, praying for her son. Not only does she pray for him, but she even follows him around. Uh, so that's an interesting point, that uh, when he was 29, he decided to go to Rome to teach rhetoric, but Monica was determined to go along. He told his mother he was going to, to the dock to say goodbye to a friend, but instead he set sail for Rome. So he he fooled her. Uh, Monica was heartbroken when she learned of the trick, but she still followed him. She arrived in Rome only to find that he had left for Milan. And so then she went to Milan. So she was following him around. 
praying for him and trying to follow him around. Uh, in Milan, it was where St. Augustine uh, heard St. Ambrose. And in those days, there would be a church, and this was in the time when, it, this was after the persecutions were done, so a church would be open, and St. Augustine is going by the church, and the doors are open, and he hears St. Ambrose. And so he decides to go in, because the guy sounds interesting. So today we have this situation of the, the doors are open in, in terms of streaming. <laughs> so this is where, you know, we can have lots of people here, lots of preaching these days. Uh, it's a whole different world. But in those days, uh, they left the doors open. Probably, it's pretty hot, you know, in, in Italy anyhow. They left the doors open, and Augustine is walking by. And that's when he goes in to hear this Ambrose. Because he heard Ambrose was a good orator, you know, and he, of course he's teaching rhetoric. He wants to hear a good speaker. So he, he goes in and he starts to be attracted. And then also uh, Monica then also gets to know St. Ambrose and becomes, or he, he becomes her spiritual director. So she then also learns from St. Ambrose. So St. Ambrose was a huge intellectual giant of the time, a great thinker, and he wrote on all different topics, not just religious. So St. Ambrose was one of these, we now say maybe Renaissance-type men who was thinking on all different topics, writing on them, of course, in scientific topics. He didn't have all the advances we have today, but if he had, he would have been continuously thinking, okay, what's the implications of this? How about that? So he was one of those people who uh, really likes to, to ponder everything and anything. Now St. Augustine was more pondering certain topics and he ends up being very focused on the faith, as we know. He was focused on a religion, but then he, he switches over to the Catholic faith as St. Saint, as Saint Ambrose teaches him more and more and teaches the logic of the faith. So Ambrose was very logical, Augustine very logical. The two of them got along quite well. And so uh, then uh, it, it, became, uh, it became a time when uh, Augustine uh, eventually baptized, or was eventually baptized by St. Ambrose, Easter 387. Uh, St. Ambrose baptized Augustine and several of his friends. And soon after, his party left for Africa. Although no one else was aware of it, Monica knew her life was near the end. So she dies also in 387. So, so but she uh, knows that her, her life is near the end. And she says, Augustine, says to Augustine, Son, nothing in this world now affords me delight. I do not know what there is now left for me to do or why I am still here. All my hopes in this world being now fulfilled. So, Seeing her son baptized was uh, her big hope. It was, it was her big hope being fulfilled. She had seen that great thing she had been praying for for years. And so she dies that year, that same year. And so St. Monica is uh, an example of perseverance in prayer, obviously, uh, and also a certain tenacity and... Uh, she, you know, everybody around Augustine recognizes he has lots of potential. So, of course, she does too. 
and uh, she is praying for him a lot. So St. Augustine is one of those giants, but he's a giant produced by the giants around him. He is a giant in his thinking, but there are others who mold and shape his character. And of course, first and foremost, his mother, uh, even if he doesn't want to think about it. Uh, this is the thing about, you know, the, the influence of parents. Uh, in, in the teen years, the teen doesn't want to think about the influence of parents, but it starts to come back uh, at, at some point, or it's there, and it starts to come back, and it starts to grow, and eventually they're like, I'm just like my parents. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's, so uh, Monica uh, was uh, an example of someone who really uh, just gave uh, of herself and was certainly uh, focused on the betterment of her son uh, and praying for him a lot. So she had her own spiritual life and it was a deep spiritual life and she desires to strengthen it. She becomes a spiritual directee of St. Ambrose and so she's looking for guidance also. And so uh, St. Monica is this giant mainly we know because her son becomes a giant, an intellectual giant, and a, uh, a, a bishop himself, a, 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 a religious giant, we might say. Uh, and so St. Monica is one of those people who uh, is not, that would not be known other than the fact that her son becomes so well-known. And she is not powerful, uh, she is perhaps one of the foolish of the world, we might say. But remember in that first reading, God shows the foolish of the world to shame the wise. God shows the weak of the world to shame the strong. God shows the lowly and despised of the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something, so that no human being might boast before God. And this role reversal, this idea of role reversal, it, it's often not the person who one would expect who becomes very faithful. Eh, sometimes it is, uh, but it's, it's sometimes a big change. In Augustine, no one expected to become a, a great Christian. No one was expecting that. His mother was hoping for it, but others were not necessarily expecting it. So St. Augustine, tomorrow we'll celebrate. Today we celebrate well, actually, we won't because it's Sunday, so St. Augustine this year does get suppressed because it's Sunday, uh, but uh, we do celebrate St. Monica this year. That's kind of ironic. We celebrate his mother, but because it's Sunday, he will only be celebrated in special places where it's honoring St. Augustine particularly. Uh, but but uh, tomorrow we can still think of St. Augustine, even though his feast day is suppressed, uh, we can think of how Augustine is shaped and molded. And we're called to help others uh, in their spiritual life, to build them up spiritually, uh, to keep praying for people, uh, even if it seems they're, they're not at all responding, uh, to have that attitude that we aren't, we aren't going to be the one who gives up. We aren't going to give up on them. And so that's, we see that certainly in St. Monica. She is not going to be the one who gives up on her son. She is not going to be that person. Uh, and so we see her example, uh, 
as someone who really is, is very strong in her faith, and she is not going to give up. Uh, that tenacity, great tenacity, we see in St. Monica. Today, the, the parable uh, shows that those who have something are called to work with it. The talents often seen as, as uh, talents meaning, actually the word means money, but then it comes to mean skills. It's not necessarily skills, because uh, what are, are St. Monica's skills? What skills does she have? Uh, it's, we don't hear about skills. She might have been a very good cook. We don't know. Uh, but we don't hear about her skills. We hear about her persistence in prayer, her, her relationship with God, her strong relationship with God and persistence in prayer. And this is her, this, this is where her, her talent, so to speak, is. Uh, she is praying for grace, receiving grace, and so off, a better interpretation is grace. We receive graces from God, and we're called to do something with those graces. Skills, skills can be wonderful and can help, but graces all the more. And in the case of St. Monica, she continuously is offering up uh, her communions, I'm sure. She's offering up her, 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 uh, her life. She's praying for her son. And so she is not, we, we don't focus on her skills, we focus on her strong prayer life, which is, in the end, the most important thing. And so today, St. Augustine, as I said, great giant, but St. Monica, very necessary for him to become a great giant. St. Monica, a very necessary person in this whole picture. Her tenacity uh, is... Uh, shows forth that she is going to keep praying for him. She's not going to give up on him. And she certainly does that. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. 
Thank you, and God bless you.